you mean you think that I would say an answer that would just purposefully piss you off? Yes. I, I can't even believe you would say because that. Because I would never do anything that would purposely piss you off. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to episode number 159 of Unscripted. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the field general of Flying Discs, the one and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby? How the hell are you today, buddy? I am doing pretty, pretty well. As you know, I'm going on a road trip here that I'm looking forward to, but my uh, my dog didn't sleep last night, so it's like I've got a big day today, operating on less sleep. I am a person who needs sleep, so that's a little bit weird for me, but I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well, and uh, that's why we're recording a, a little earlier than we normally would yep. on script, earlier in the time of day, yep. um, not earlier in the week. So happy to accommodate you. I'm sorry you didn't sleep very well, but, uh, you know, there are better things ahead because you're heading out of town. And you know what else would signify something better that's ahead of you? What's that, Bill? And that'd be better headwear. <laughs> that's right, folks. I'm full of great transitions today. Have you checked out Bam Bam's custom headwear program, Kirby? I have, Bill, but tell us more. Oh, Kirby, thank you for asking me to do so, or begging me to do so, or even telling me to do so. They're fully custom caps designed by either their team or your team. And you know when it's delivered to your customer after sample approval, Kirby? How long does that take? Like a lot of people would think, well, probably 90 days. It's custom hats. My goodness, that's got to take forever, right? That would be realistic. Right. No! Maybe, maybe, well, okay, 60 days. Look, a lot of technologies evolved. It's probably 60 days after sample approval because it's a fully custom cap. Right, Kirby? Right. That seems reasonable. No! It's 30 <laughs> days or less from sample approval. There's, that, that is industry leader right there. That is amazing, amazing, right? Right. And, you know, I have even, Kirby, would you like some better news? I, I would love some better news. Even though the tariffs seem to be on hold in China... You know, they're, they're kind of figuring that out. Let's say those go back into effect. Bam Bams has added factories in Vietnam, so they're not impacted by tariffs moving forward. So if they become um, viable again, it's not going to impact Bam Bams or your custom headwear that you can get in 30 days or less from sample approval. That's such good news, my friend. It, it, is, it is the best news I've had all day. Stocker Custom, let Bam Bams be your first and only thought for totally custom headwear. Awesome. That that was that was something. Bill. Yeah, I, I don't know where all that energy came from. Uh, let me get back to my normal level. Um, I want to remind everybody before we start that this podcast is also available on Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and of course Spotify with iHeartRadio soon to follow. And nice. uh, so you can get it wherever you want. This podcast is for you, the listener. It's not about what Kirby and I want. It's about what you want. But right now, Kirby, I'd like you to start us off with a topic if you're ready to go ahead and broadcast at a Hmm. Let's go uh, magnesium today. Okay. Sure. I don't know what that means, but I'll give either. it a try. Um, so yeah, I think you know, I the elephant in the room when it comes to sort of what's going on with you and me. You wrote a, a blog this this week that you announced a new program that you and I are a part of, mm -hmm. and I don't know if you've gotten a lot of questions. I, I, the support's been really cool. Uh, this new promo MBA program. Mm -hmm. uh, the the feedback that I've gotten so far is really cool, but I'm certainly getting some questions about it. I'm sure you are too. 
So I thought it was at least worthy of, again, I don't want this to be a big commercial, but I think it's it's newsworthy, I think, within the industry. So I wanted to kind of say, hey, Bill, tell us about that program. Yeah, ha- happy to. So, um, and you can correct me, Kirby, sure. uh, as I go, as my memory fails me, as I approach. As you know I will. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> um, as I approach my golden birthday this November. Um so back in my brand of eight days, you and I had uh, reconnected, certainly, and mm-hmm. we had started kicking around the idea of doing some sort of, at the time, it was online education. Right. Uh, you and I felt that there was a group of distributors uh, um, who, kind of the middle class of the industry, that it was underserved in terms of tactical, actionable uh, education. Right. And so we, we, we tried a couple times to get something off the ground and... You would get busy with something. I would get busy with something, and, and we kind of allowed ourselves to busy ourselves out of out of the uh, out of the whole project. Right. Even so, we came up with the name, and I, I think it was me. And again, correct yep. me if I'm wrong. Yep. Came up with the name Promo MBA, and so at the time, and this was three and a half years ago or so, I, I acquired all the assets: the web address, um, any sort of social moniker, email addresses, so on and so forth. So Smash cut to about a year and a half or two ago, and you and I were starting to talk about it again. And mm-hmm. um, we were uh, approached by um, Cliff Quicksell and uh, Paul Kiwi, and they were also at the same time looking to do something on their own. And right. they had brought us into the fold and kind of asked us, you know, if we would be interested in joining forces. And we were like, well, funny you should mention that. We've been looking to do the same thing. So long story short, the four of us kind of started kicking around the idea of doing some sort of on-site education. Um, But again, it it languished, quite frankly. And um, uh, I don't think I'm telling any stories out of school here, and so hopefully nobody gets upset with me, but I I do believe in being completely honest and transparent about this. It just languished because everybody has stuff to do. Everybody's got a full-time job. And the biggest concern I think we all had was none of us are event planners. Right. Um, and so long story short, um, I I had brought it internally to Promo Corner after Promo Corner purchased Brand of Eight. And it's always been my dream to put on an education event, certainly inspired by what I see, what Common Skew has done and SKUCon. Yeah. And I, I've leveraged Mark Graham and, and his team over there for thoughts and ideas and um, you know they're they're fully supportive of this initiative as well because we have different audiences we're catering to, sure. um, and so we uh, the best way to do this is find a partner. And so the way uh, very simply it, it, this is a partnership between Promo Corner and Promo Marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, Promo Marketing does a wonderful job with their uh, events, the pro right. the power meetings. Yep. And so I had approached them. Um, we had been talking about some other partnership opportunities, but I had approached them about, you know, I'd love to put on an education session. I think you guys have, I have zero credibility as Promo Corner to put on any sort of event. I wouldn't know what I'm doing. I'd make all sorts of mistakes. Logistically, it would be a nightmare. Um, and I think we can help you guys um, provide more value to the power meetings by attaching an education event to it. You already have a built-in audience there for the power meetings and so on and so forth. So we, we kept going back and forth. And we have an agreement with Promo Marketing, and the, the, the short version is that um, they're basically the, the event planner. They um, 
get the logistics and do all that, we're going to attach it to a power meeting. And uh, Promo Corner controls the name, Promo MBA, the marketing, the content, and the sales sponsorships and things like that. So we have a very good understanding of our partnership. It's a very equal partnership. I couldn't ask for a better partner as we, we launched this thing. And so the first one, as you mentioned, I think you mentioned, I can't remember, I've been babbling so long. Nope, you're good. Keep the going. first one is going to be in San Diego. Uh, the Monday before the power meeting, and that's September 16th, I believe, 2019. Yep. The cost is $395, and it's open for any distributor looking to get to the next level. And I always hate that phrase because I don't know what it means. So <laughs> let me def- let me define it. You could okay. be someone who's at $420,000, and you desperately want to get to that half a million dollar level. Or you could be someone who's been knocking on the door of a million dollars, but are $150,000, $200,000 short and just don't know how to get over that hurdle. And so what we've designed is a tactical one-day workshop-based program. It's going to be you, Kirby. You're going to be speaking there, which I'm, I'm super excited about. Paul Kiwi also going to be there, which I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about. And, yes. then, and then I'll be bringing up the rear kind of you – know, <laughs> I'll be speaking there as well. And the idea is that each, each piece of content that we put out there, each talk that we do – they're not keynotes. These right. are going to be workshops. These are going to be workshop-based so that when you, as an attendee, walk out of there, you will be able to take a workbook with you with actionable, tactical ideas. We're looking for active participants, not passive listeners. The idea is not to make you walk out of there like a Tony Robbins a session where you feel awesome <laughs> about yourself. I want people to, we, we want people to feel good about themselves. More importantly, we want people to have bursting with ideas so when they get back to their places of business and the shit hits the fan, which it always does, they remember certain things that they need to do to actually grow their business responsibly over the next 12 months. Yeah. And so the idea is we're going to do one in San Diego in 2019. Uh, assuming that goes well, and I hope it will, we will do four in 2020, also attached to the power meetings. So yep. you're looking at, I think, I, I, if I remember the cities, and, and this is me guessing. I'm not even going to say them because I don't remember. But yeah, I was going to say, and I will be of no help. <laughs> four cities across the country, and then uh, we'll, we'll go from there. But I'm very excited about it. It's limited to about 75 participants. Mm-hmm. I think we've already had quite a few sign up. I, I, I have a meeting with the promo marketing guys on Friday because they actually control – um, the uh, portal for people nice. to register. So, um, yeah, and I'm honored. You know, it's, it's been kind of a dream of mine, and it's one of those things you work so hard, and then it comes to fruition. It's like, wow, okay, now what? I've got yeah. all this time now, and it's, <laughs> uh, it's amazing. So what, what questions have you heard uh, got, received about it? What have you heard about it? Yeah, I think I think the the feedback I've gotten is really good, and I think that that circles around the credibility of Paul and Cliff and and you certainly, and and I guess from my and perspective, the thing that thank you, the the thing that I would say is, you know. I've been a uh, inactive participant in this thing. I mean, you've really taken the lead on it and just made it from a logistical perspective happen. And that's you're right. It's a dream of mine as well. But uh, so thanks for doing all the work. But I mean, truly all the work. Well, <laughs> on, on making it happen. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. And, and look, I think it was a dream of everybody. You know, yeah. for, of the core group that, that started it, and, and who knows where it's going to go from here. It's just you know, I had the resources in terms of a company here at Promo Corner that supports my wacky ideas (laughs) and a dance partner in promo marketing that also sees the same vision 
and and sees that there's this underserved community that can really benefit from this. Um, and you know, one of the questions I have asked is, you know, you're asking distributors to pay for it. Yeah, you're damn right I am. And, and yeah, I'll tell you why. There's value in it. If I don't, if I don't think there's value in it, which means I'm giving it away for free, why would you value it? Right. And if you're not willing to invest three hundred ninety-five dollars uh, in yourself. Maybe get out of the business, and I'm ser- and I'm dead serious. I'm not trying to be flippant or funny, but I mean, you would invest three hundred ninety-five dollars in a piece of software if you felt it helped you. You yeah. would invest three hundred ninety-five dollars in in taking a, a disk assessment if you thought it would help you communicate better with your internal associates. I don't think it's stretched, especially when you think about you know we're gonna we're looking to pull people from that that general area in San Diego. You don't have to attend the power meeting to go to this right. thing. Yeah, um, that's, that, that's an cool. important thing. If you want to come just for the day, man, please do. You know, Reagan right. Hartman had mentioned she was hoping to. She's already doing the math. Can I get down there and not deal with traffic <laughs> from from LA? And and we want people there, but we also have a built-in audience people who are going to be attending those power meetings. Yeah. And um, it's an addition. You know, is so so they're already getting there for free. Right. You know, I mean, that's something that the suppliers already pay for your room, your board, and your flight. So you're you're saying you're going to go out to the power meeting and you're desperately looking to grow your business and you're not willing to invest, come out a day early, maybe spend a night on a hotel and invest three hundred ninety five dollars on yourself. Shame on you. Yeah. Shame on you. Well, a couple things. Uh, number one, and uh, is that you know we talk a lot about distributors being a part of this, but I've I've seen. Uh, several of Paul's sessions. I've certainly sat through yours, and I think that the the things that we're talking about translate for both distributors and suppliers. Oh, no question, um, no question. So, so just for what that's worth. And then the other piece is where do they go to sign up? Uh, good question, Kirby. You just go to promomba.com. Like I said, the the second I, I came up with the name, I you know me, I buy I buy uh, URLs <laughs> yes, like nobody's do. business. So uh, if you go to promomba.com, you can scroll down. Um, you see the event pay uh, the event section there, the San Diego. Uh, just click on. There's a button right there. It's called. It's register now. You can so, learn everything you want to learn about it. Promo MBA. And I don't want this to be a commercial because I think I, I would like to think we would cover this just like we. Uh, if if anybody else had started an education event um, like this, so I appreciate you bringing it up. I was not going to. Um, cool. And so as this is unscripted, we purposely don't talk about these things beforehand. All right. So what's next, bro? Oh, I've got some really lame topics today, Kirby. <laughs> Great. All right. We'll make them quick. All right. You know what? This is kind of a fun one. We, that was kind of serious, and let's just do a fun one here. So okay. I, I, we all have fears, and yes. one of my biggest fears is changing technology. Okay. I, I had to get a new phone. Okay. And so I'm, I'm, I am not an Apple fanboy, but mm-hmm. I do like the uh, iPhone platform, A, because I'm lazy and I really don't want to learn a new operating system for a phone. Yes, <laughs> you just I, said that. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that there are great uh, other options out there. The, the, the Google Pixel and the Samsung phones are great, and they run Android software, and I know it's wonderful. I just don't want to learn it. I just don't. Um, and I like the ease of moving things. But I, I remember when I had my first iPhone, every time I get a new phone, I, my big thing is my music. So it's not right. just the music I get through Apple Music. It's the thousands of songs that are bootleg songs, that are live recordings <laughs> that are unauthorized, that are demo tapes I've gotten from people that never were released. And Apple doesn't like to play with those very nicely. So I always have to right. rig something up. 
And I also remember when I had my first iPhone and you had to, when you had an, a software update, it wasn't cloud-based. You had to actually plug it into your computer. Right, and right. You, and I had, that failed on me for whatever reason so many times. And so I had, I would have to go to the Apple store. They'd have to reset my phone. This was before it had built-in reset capabilities and all that stuff. I get so sweaty palm. I get nervous face. I get, you know, dread stomach. I get whatever you want to call it every time I've got to switch one phone to another. And I wanted to ask you, what is your biggest fear when it comes to changing over technology or anything, any, any sort of technology Yeah, I, when it comes to work? I, yeah, if I'm being honest, I, I, I don't stress it too much. Oh. Um, and I think that is probably consistent with you and I's personality, the yeah. fact that you would um, I'll find a stress that. Yeah, I'll find, a, <laughs> I'll find a knit and I'll pick it. Yeah. yeah, and 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 I would and I'll be like it'll be fine. Um, now for a short period of time, uh, you know that that is an annoyance, and I get it. Yeah. I actually, it's funny that you're asking about it because I have a, I think I have a seven or an eight. It's perfectly fine as a phone. I yeah. like it a lot, but all of a sudden the battery's dying because Apple doesn't do that on purpose, of course. No, <laughs> because um, you know I am up for an upgrade, but I'm like, eh, don't really need one. I'm cool. Yeah. Um, but I'm getting ready to leave town. I'm like, well, I don't want to switch phones right then. Mm-hmm. Let's at least be smart about it. Yeah. Um, I think probably my biggest fear on technology is like when in, – in, I think you and I talked about it uh, probably a couple years ago when I just showed up and my computer was black mm-hmm. and I didn't have access to email. I, I didn't have access that. to all that stuff. I mean those are kind of awful days, but they I are. think I've been through it enough to know that this too shall pass. So I, – I, and I've built in a few more redundancies now. Yeah. And boy, knock on wood. <laughs> but, and I, uh, yeah, and I will yeah. say I don't get like that uptight about it. I'm playing it up a little bit, but it's always just the I like the way my phone is set up exactly the way it is, right? With the music and my playlist <laughs> and stuff. That. And so it's just one of those little things. It'll take about a week, and I'll get yep. it to where it wants to be. And I didn't want to get a new phone either. I had an iPhone eight, and I was actually fine with it. Yeah. But the problem was the ear. As I held the phone up to my ear, for whatever reason, the little uh, speaker up top. Um, you know, when you're on the phone. Somehow it just has really lost its power, and I was like a charter member of the What Club, and I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't hear what anybody was saying, and it was really frustrating me and, and anybody I was talking to, and that was actually finally what drove me over the edge with it. That's fair. That's fair. No, it's yeah. I you know at the end of the day, technology is wonderful when it works, and man, when it doesn't, it does jack up your day. That's for sure. It, it does. All right, Kirby, you got another topic for us. I do. This one's uh, consistent with the technology piece. Yeah. I saw a an article on LinkedIn that said, "Are you sure you want to post that?" Uh-huh. And so I clicked in. I'm like, "Yeah, eh, I'm, I'm." There's so some Instagram, good clickbait. Yeah, right. Instagram is trying to cut down on bullying and meanness, mm-hmm. and so apparently they've got they've instituted an algorithm uh, within Instagram where they, um, you know, if it's sort of hate speech or if it's something mean spirited based on their algorithm, it will ask you, are you sure you want to post that? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was super intrigued by that. And I wanted to see what you thought about that. You think it's a good idea? Do you think it's uh, infringement? Do you, you know, what, what's your take? I don't think it's infringement. I think it's always a good idea to think before you post something. Yes. Um, so just, I, I don't I don't know how the algorithm works. Of course, right. I don't advocate bullying, cyberbullying. That's a horrible thing. My kids have been through it. Um, and any anybody who's a parent who has uh, children with technology, you're, you're going to go through it in one, one right. way, shape, or form. So certainly don't advocate that. I don't know how that algorithm works, but I do like the idea of, I, I think Google introduce something from an email perspective 
Oh, really? Like a year or two ago, and I'd have to look it up. But it was basically emails sent between certain hours, and they mm. ran an algorithm too. <laughs> if it looked like if it looked like a drunk email, be like it would hold the either hold the email or ask you if you really wanted to send it or give you a certain amount of time to recall it. I can't remember. So I do like the idea as as we live in a society where we do place a premium on speed, sometimes to a detriment. Right. And when we post things, reply to things, I think kind of something that arrests you in the middle of that process yeah. and causes you to, at the very least, think about it, I don't mm-hmm. think is a bad thing. Now, would I want that all the time? No. But mm-hmm. this is kind of the way artificial intelligence will end up taking over the world. We're going to head to Judgment Day and the Terminator will come <laughs> to a reality. So. I actually love it. I think it's it's one of those things where in my initial reaction is to love it. Obviously, it hasn't happened to me. And by the way, you're actually talking to a guy who literally hates autocorrect. Yeah, I have it I completely – I have it disabled uh, on my phone. Um, I, I There is never going to be a time that I want to say, what the duck? Um, so – I I don't like that, mm-hmm. but I like the concept of, okay, if I'm – because almost always when I react out of anger, mm-hmm. I wish I wouldn't have. And I think that's most of us, right? Yeah. You know, so I do like the idea. All right, good topic. Cool. Let me do one more quick one if you don't mind. Yep, I don't. Um, which one do I do? Which lame topic do I pick, Kirby? <laughs> Let's do this one. This is kind of a fun one. So I was thinking about this the other day as, you know – change is happening faster and faster, especially when it comes to retail. And I was thinking about the death of iconic brands from our childhood. You and I are about the same age or you're, you're four or five years younger than me, but mm-hmm. I was thinking about the death of iconic brands from our childhood. Blockbuster obviously comes to mind. Right. I thought of Woolworth, um, if you remember the yeah. five and dime store, uh, Kmart, Oldsm- mm-hmm. Oldsmobile, you know, no longer okay. producing cars. I want to ask you who's next and they're not even suspecting it. And I have a, I, since this is – I'm springing this on you. If you want me to go through a couple I thought of, I will if you want a chance to think about this. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So go ahead and pretend to listen. I will okay. list the ones. <laughs> so Just like normal. Just like normal. Um, one I thought of is they were so hot in terms of the popularity a few years ago is Quiznos because hmm. they had the toasted subs and all that. But now they're getting their ass beat by Jimmy John's and Firehouse – and they're closing stores left and right. So I think they're okay. ripe for, for disappearing. Okay. Uh, Fitbit. I think, hmm. I think the Apple Watch and other wearable um, tracking, uh, health tracking devices, I think right. kill, is going to kill Fitbit. And then the one I really thought about and made me think of you was GoPro. Um, yeah. Cameras on phones are better than anything you know, GoPro's really got right there. They haven't innovated in years. Right. Um, so those are the three I thought about. Do you have a? Uh, do you have any you think of any iconic brands you think might uh, die? So the, first of all, I want to echo the GoPro one. I think that's a good one. I, they, they've innovated. I think they would argue they've innovated with putting gimbals in lenses, and and the reason that they've innovated is because of competition like the Osmo. And um, I have just, again, you know, I'm a video guy. I have had not great luck with GoPro Mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. Like I just consistently have had challenges with it. So literally I was talking about this yesterday Um, because I think the Osmo, it's it's because I think it's like if because the phone cameras are so good, you need to differentiate. And Osmo, like the Osmo Pocket that I have, it has a built-in Steadicam. Well, that's different. 
right? right? Um, so GoPro's trying to catch up on that. I, boy, I know nothing about the auto industry, but the one that popped into my head, to be honest with you, was like Dodge. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about an iconic brand and the Dodge Brothers and all that stuff. Um, I think they've made a bit of a resurgence, but I wonder how long, you know, that particular brand um, is going to go. But those are the ones that really, I mean, GoPro actually was one of the ones that popped into my head. So that's those are the ones that kind of jumped out. Well, and and I'm sure Oldsmobile would argue they'd innovated too. And so you can argue you've innovated all you want. It's really up to the target audience to decide whether you have or not. Honestly, you know, one I think is is ripe for not being, uh, being a shell of itself in 10, 15 years is Apple. Yeah. Um, as much because as you talk about truly not innovating since yeah I mean they've they've taken away the the headphone jack wow yeah. well and they've got some <laughs> cool things with the face ID and all that stuff but they're not really innovating like they were yeah. and then and I thought of Ford you know they other than produ- they don't produce sedans anymore they right. don't they make just trucks they are now a truck company which right. I'm sure Henry Ford would be rolling over in his grave now I but I think that's a step at least in trying to define their niche. Right. So I actually applaud Ford for that. I think you made him mention a good one with Dodge. You know what else is good, Kirby? What's that, Bill? So glad you asked. Thank you so much. It'd be good friends at Gold Star. That's nice. right. Yeah, you know they're well known in our industry for fantastic being a fantastic and fun company. Produces a ton of quality writing instruments, right? But they and they right. really are the clear leader. But as we've talked about the last few weeks, I like to define what that means because it's like when you get to Las Vegas and you go down those escalators and you see 18 advertisements for the best burger in Las Vegas, all I want to know is who is the governing body that decides that because 18 burgers are not all the best. So let me explain why Gold Star really is the leader when it comes to promotional writing instruments. The number one thing is really their speed. That's what comes to mind with me. It's not only the quality, and which I'll talk about in a second, but the speed. They have such a great capacity. They have the quickest turnaround times in the industry, the fastest standard services speed in the industry. Full color wrap on its best sellers in 24 hours and 72 hour production on just about everything else. And you and I both happen to use a ton of Gold Star writing instruments right. thanks to R.J. Hagel and Howard Coverly and uh, Kenny Ved and Charles Dugan and all the great people there. I can tell you they're the smoothest writing instruments I use, and that is not just hyperbole. I really reach for them because I love that ever-smooth ink. It flows out of the pen very easily. I absolutely love it. Totally. Love me some gold stuff. Yeah, so if you want to learn more and get some ideas on how pens can be more than just a promotional writing instrument, go ahead and get your brand story toolkit. And that's free, by the way. That means it's no cost to you. That's what free means. <laughs> you can visit them at goldstarpens.com slash toolkit, and you won't be sorry you did. Now, Kirby, do you have some fill-in-the-blank topics for us today? Do you have a theme? I do have fill-in-the-blanks, but I'm curious if you want me to deal with my promo person of the week. Oh, my gosh. I forgot the promo person of the week. How <laughs> Dare I? Kirby, <laughs> who is your promo person of the week? Yeah, my promo person of the week this week is this is a total coincidence um, because he was actually recognized last night in Chicago. But my promo person of the week who has taken a lead in technology and promo standards is my buddy from Starline, John Norris. He was uh, last night uh, named the Technology Executive of the Year at the awards in Chicago. And so John has been a leader on this and has been trumpeting this for for years now, to be honest with you. And, you know, it's one of the reasons I think Starline's website is so easy to work with. They are just, he's, he's a leader in, in the technology 
space. And I was thinking of him anyway. And then this morning when I woke up and saw the news releases, I'm like, this is perfect. So John Norris is my prime person. I love that. John is 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 a good personal friend of mine as well. And I did see the news this morning when I woke up, and, and not a more person, uh, more deserved of that award from ASI yes. than John. John has done more to push technology forward. I guess it'd be kind of a, a race between, you know, him and maybe Dale Denham. Even though I think John, both of them, John's the more technology, technologically savvy of the two. Um, I think Dale's done a, a job of, of putting it out there, but John's put the work behind it, and he's got the chops, and he has done more to push promo standards and other technology in our industry. Um, really great promo person of the week. So John, a um, I don't know, I've got a wadded digital up. version well, of high fives. Well, no, I've got a wadded <laughs> up piece of paper. I'll probably send them. You know. <laughs> But anyway, I love it. I but love honestly, it. truly, congratulations. Hey, let's talk about Gold Star. Okay, great. They're awesome. <laughs> Kirby, do you have a theme for fill in the blank this week? I do. I'm going to be, as you know, I'm a little anxious because I'm going to be out of the office for the next couple of days. Yep. And so my theme for you yep. is out of the office. All right. Are you ready? Oh, Kirby, I was born ready. All right. The thing you love most about being out of the office is? Freedom. Being out of the office means I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. Uh, for the most part, you know, obviously family obligations, things like that. So being out of the office um, used to mean anxiety for me. Um, right. I have been blessed with such a tremendous team here at Promo Corner. Um, and I've actually started allowing myself to get out of the office earlier than I used to. I used to be here. I still am here early. I'm an early riser. So I'm here at right. 6.15, 6.30 in the morning. But uh, over the last few weeks, especially, I've been leaving Five thirty six, and that's early for me. Usually, I'm a six thirty to seven guy. So, Mm -hmm. um, it's been uh, so freedom. Freedom is the answer. Nice, I like that one. All right, Kirby. Very much related to being out of the office. My theme this week is sandwiches. So, (laughs) okay, (laughs) I love it. All right, so Kirby, when you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, blank is the flavor of jelly you use. Well, I was probably 11 when this last happened, so I'm going to go with grape jelly. Grape jelly. I mean, when I think about it, I think either strawberry or grape. I like both, but I think I'm more of a grape guy, so that would be my go-to answer on a peanut butter jelly sandwich. You know, don't knock the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, sir. (laughs) Some sort of... um, I wasn't knocking it. I'm just saying I haven't made one in a long time. All right. All right. The thing that stresses you out the most when you are out of the office is uh, the lack of control, right? I <laughs> right. so it's it's a definitely a yin and yang type situation there, buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there, there's a lack of knowledge of what's going on. It's it's you know what it is. It's it's I think you would agree with this. It's learning the trust to trust the team you've built. Yeah. And and so I, I have a lot less consternation than I used to. Yeah, that's um, fair. So, I, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> no, I think that's a fair answer. I mean, as you know, I'm walking out of the office, and when the team is totally intact, I really don't stress that much. It's And you know this because I tell you off air, but it's yeah. when when they're not here and I have to leave, ooh, that, that yeah. gives me the heebie-jeebies. No, I get it. I get it. All right, Kirby. Cool. When you see the combo made with Smucker's Grape Jelly and Peanut Butter, known as Goober Grape in the grocery store, your immediate thought is blank. Convenient. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. So actually, probably 
because I kind of joke when the last time I made that was probably when I was 11 or whatever. But in my high school years, I think my mother kind of switched to the goober grape. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that was actually, it's got the little stripes down the middle. So you, and I, for me, whenever I open up a new jar of peanut butter or the goober grape, it's just very pretty. I hate to mess it up. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I think it's super convenient. At the risk of making this podcast a little longer than normal, you could not be more inaccurate. <laughs> this is so disgusting. The fact that there are, are basically pie wedges of peanut butter and grape jelly in the same container do you refrigerate it i it, it just it gives me complete tired head looking at that and it makes my stomach upset just looking at it so absolutely wrong wrong all right kirby <laughs> your turn <laughs> the day before you leave the thing that you must do when you leave the office is panic um i want to make sure i've gotten everything done right um and so i it, it's kind of a Almost the last hour, hour and a half before I leave the office for a measurable amount of time is, okay, did I get everything done I need to get done? Did uh, I make sure I communicate clearly with everybody? Does everybody know how to get a hold of me while I'm out? Now, yeah. what will be an interesting test of this is in October when we go on our eight-day cruise with a, as a family because yeah. I won't have access to anything or anybody. Yeah. And I am going to disappear off the face of the earth, essentially, which kind of makes me tense uh, to begin with. So the funny thing is, I was going to mock you a little bit because you said, well, I trust my team now. And then the, 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 the thing you got to do is panic. But I'm not because I totally understand what you're saying. Because, again, once you leave, you're like, OK, I want to make sure I'm not the reason thing is, things are getting screwed up. Yeah, no, I get and it. And so so I get you. All right. All right. Kirby. The best sandwich that you personally make is a blank. Goober grape uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. But you did ask for that. Uh, so I'm going to go with, you know, I think I grilling out back uh, a double cheeseburger of some sort. I think I make burgers pretty well. There's, I like there to be them to be juicy, not overdone. Um, I know it's not like super fancy or anything, but I'll throw bacon on there, cheese. I think uh, just the the basic cheeseburger, and like we talked about last week, I think a cheeseburger done right is one of the best things on the planet. Right, I'm so. going to allow that answer. I know technically a hamburger is a sandwich. That was not what I was looking for, but that's okay. We'll move on. Curve. Okay, goober grape. Yep. Ugh. Go ahead. <laughs> my turn. So, yeah. Is this your last one? This is my last okay. one. So when you get back in the office, yeah. the thing that makes you smile the most, because people always talk about that they stress out about when they get back in the office, yeah. but that when you get back in the office, the thing that makes you smile is? The warm embrace of routine, Kirby. Um, I, <laughs> I like my morning routine. I Like I said, I get here earlier than everybody else. I'm here usually two hours at least before everybody else. And I, I really like that time. And uh, that's when I get a lot done. I get a lot of busy work done. I get a lot of thinking done. I have quiet. So I like that routine. I, it, to yeah. me, it's, it, I don't feel stressed when I get back in the office mm -hmm. generally, you know, because I'll manage emails and communications when I'm on a vacation. I'll, you know, I, I generally put, tell people, know I'll check my email once in the morning and once in the afternoon for a half hour. And that's it. And right. so I don't come back to like this usual deluge of emails and shit I got to deal with. So Right. I'm with you. All right, Kirby. When carrying a sandwich to work, you carry it in a blank. I, I, I feel a little guilty about this because I don't pack my lunch very often. I'm, I okay. eat out way too much. Okay. But I've got another one. We don't even have to okay. answer it. Okay. Skip.
skip that one. This is unscripted, Kirby. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Blank is the one sandwich you would never, ever eat. And if you say goober grape, I'm ending the podcast now. <laughs> no, I would eat that. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I would say I've heard like um, peanut butter and um, – anchovy sandwich okay. or something like that okay. I, now, I have no now you're trying to draw me off sides you know i like a peanut butter and salami sandwich which i will tell you is one of the greatest sandwiches in the history of the world <laughs> because you get salty savory sweet it's like a freaking party in your mouth and, and your palate will thank you so you you are really you're feeling a little a little weird today i don't know what your deal is you, you mean you think that i would say an answer that would just purposefully piss you off yes i, I can't even believe you would say because that. i would never do anything that would purposely piss you off so let's go ahead and play um, um would uh, what, what do we what do we call this uh would you uh, rather rapid i'm fire? always wrong yeah let's play rapid fire kirby <laughs> okay. so we're going to talk about i think something near and dear to both of our hearts today Okay. The topic is condiments, okay? And okay. so, again, I can't stress this enough. I'm just going to give you two possibilities. You pick mm. one or the other. No explanation is necessary. Just the first thing that pops in your mind. And remember, as always, Kirby, there are no wrong answers. You if can't. there has ever been a topic that you're not going to like my answers on, this is going to be it. I, so I, let's do it. I find that very difficult to believe. All right, Kirby, ready? Yes. Butter or margarine? Butter. Yellow mustard or whole grain mustard? Uh, neither. Um, but I'll answer yellow. I don't like mustard. I was actually with you on the mustard thing. Okay. Barbecue sauce or barbecue rub? I'm going to go barbecue sauce. Mm. Nutella or honey? <laughs> honey for sure. <laughs> ranch dressing or blue cheese dressing? Oh, God, ranch. Sriracha hot sauce or Frank's Red Hot? Again, I don't like either. I'll go Frank's. Cocktail sauce or horseradish? Uh, for sure cocktail. All right, we're entering the bonus area, Kirby. Bernays or Hollandaise? Hollandaise. Wasabi or chimichurri? Uh, wasabi. Teri- teriyaki or Worcestershire? <sighs> teriyaki. Wrong. A1 steak <laughs> sauce or Heinz 57? Uh, A1. No. Um, actually, you're right on that one. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> sweet, and, sweet and sour sauce. Let's go Asian. Sweet and sour sauce or duck sauce? Uh, sweet and sour. Uh, tartar sauce or ponzu? Tartar, since I know what it is. Nope. Uh, pico de gallo or hummus? Pico de gallo. Turkey gravy or sausage gravy? Oh, turkey gravy. Uh, now we have the final three. These are very difficult, so please think of your answer carefully. Miracle Whip or mayonnaise? Uh, mayonnaise. Good answer. Salsa or guacamole? Salsa. That's a tough one, pal. Um, <laughs> ketchup or catsup? Ketchup. Wrong. Both are disgusting. Kirby, I again, <laughs> we go through this every week, and, and I don't understand how. I had no chance this time. No, no. <laughs> you set yourself up for failure, but you know who will never set you up for failure, Kirby? Who's that, Bill? Oh, that'd be our good friends over at Bam Bams. You know, they've got that custom headwear program. Fully custom caps designed by either your team, their team, someone's team. They don't care whose team, but as long as you approve that, once you approve that sample, you're going to get it in 30 days or less. And they have added those factories in Vietnam, so they're not going to be impacted by any future uh, tariffs going forward. So that's awesome. So Stocker Custom, let Bam Bams be your first and only thought for custom hardware. Kirby, hope you have a great time on your golf outing, shindig, yes. shenanigans. Yes. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at PromoCorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.